0: hello and welcome to talk talk stands for together answers lessons and knowledge and for today's episode we are going to discuss anxiety uh i also wanted to bring up our prior episode um for our introductory of what exactly talk is and what it means to us uh hopefully you enjoyed that first episode um Sorry if you couldn't really hear us and that the audio was kind of distorted or low. Uh, You might have to turn up your volumes pretty high. Um, I know it's very easy to hear if you have headphones on. Um, And that's pretty much all I really wanted to say about the prior episode. But uh, other than that, uh, again, hope you enjoyed it. Um, And on to today's topic, uh, anxiety. Uh, We wanted to discuss for our first two episodes About things that Bothered us the most And we wanted to just put this forth And let you exactly know What exactly those things are So for me That's anxiety and depression And for Liam I'm pretty sure it's the same way Right? About anxiety and depression Um, Yeah And again uh, We are not professionals So please Please always seek professional help first and again we're just putting our thoughts up and being able to discuss it together um so i don't know i i I guess to start it off how about you describe your anxiety liam and how you're able to cope with it so basically
1: with my anxiety i usually get anxiety when it comes to like I had to go somewhere and there's a lot of people that i don't know um if i if i had to go somewhere and i don't know a lot of people i usually ask like for my family members to come with me and that makes me feel better and um and if there's an event that's coming up that like like i had to talk at i'm especially really bad at like public speaking but since right now I'm talking to my friend it's not like I don't have any of those worries because I've known him for what is it two three years so
0: yeah and I believe that's a yeah I, I believe that's a pretty good way of like figuring out like how to get through certain issues is by consulting in your family or uh very trusted friends you know um if you have someone that you're very close to and you're able to commute, communicate with them fully about how you're feeling, that that is extremely helpful because when you when you start to confess what's eating up in, inside of you, it's, it's so helpful to be able to release that um feeling to another person and uh you know th- that's why i say trust the person you're telling this to because you don't want them to just go out and and and, and blurt everything that you're saying to them right you want to speak to someone that you trust and um express how you're feeling to that person and hope for constructive answers to your issues and, yeah, that, that's that's a very good way of, like, of dealing with it. And I I've, I've felt, I've felt that same way, like, oh, man, if I talk to my mom or my dad or my best friend or my sister about it, then, you know, the whole world gets more light and it feels a lot, a lot taken off of your shoulders.
1: Yeah, you know, when you talk to somebody about it, it's a lot easier to handle than if you're just dealing with it by yourself.
0: Yeah, and um, I guess elaborate more on like what what you feel about when you when you start to do those things that help you cope. Like what what's the what's the mental process?
1: Um, like usually when, like say I'd go to somewhere with my family. Like I feel like I'm. Like, I feel like they're helping me, like, just go through the day. Like, rather than if I was just there myself. I, like, I've been, I've had to go to places to ask about, like, I would fill in the job application and ask about the, if they got it. And I'd be, like, really nervous to just, like, talk to them. Because, like, I don't know that person. And usually they're very friendly and helpful. But still, it's it's harder when I'm just doing it by myself. And especially one time there's a lot of people there. there, Because there's, like, an
0: event going on. So you just have a lot of, like, social anxiety.
1: Yeah, it feels like like whenever I talk to someone and I'm very like not in my element, I'm like very nervous to talk to them. I like I got, like kind of like tunnel vision and I like start stuttering and.
0: And remember, a, a good way to like, I guess, reset your mind is to do like the um i call it the box method is like when you you take a deep breath in like picture a box in your in your mind right like draw a box you're gonna wanna like breathe in for four going up the side of the box hold it in for four on the top of the box and breathe out for four going down the box and uh you know you you hold it again at the bottom, and going across for four, and then you breathe out again for four. Uh, I, I I know there's different like uh, ways of doing that, or like uh, like the soup method when you picture a bowl of soup in your hand, and um, you you're you're breathing in to smell the soup, and you're breathing out to blow away the uh, the blow the the heat of in, in the soup. So that's a good thing that helps me with my social anxiety is when I do the box method because it, it takes my mind off of the situation like if I'm if I'm in a crowded uh, like a room and you know I'm feeling really off I'll do the box method the box method is most helpful for me or um You know, another good thing is being able to, like, tighten up your muscles as hard as, so you'll you'll go from, like, your hands, so you'll squeeze your hands extremely hard, let go, and then your forearms, you'll squeeze your forearms extremely hard, let go. They go to your biceps, triceps, uh, shoulders, and go up through your neck, and all the way down uh, your lower lower body. And that, that just, like, releases tension in your body. And that's that's something that helps me. And um, you know, journaling helps a lot with anxiety. Um, uh, how I mentioned in, 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 in the previous episode. Um, when when I'm when I'm journaling and I'm writing down everything that's going on in my life or anything that's making me anxious or depressed, you know, writing it down in a journal really helps me and it helps me concentrate better. Um, so you know a stress ball could be good too i've used a stress ball um and i'll say the key thing and i recommend every single body who's not doing this to please start doing this and that's exercise and i will have a whole other episode dedicated to exercising but please exercise because exercise helps so much you know when you're when you're exercising, uh, so much endorphins that are released, and your 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 tension is decreasing, and you feel you feel so relaxed when you're done exercising, because you know you 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 worked out your heart, your heart's pumping, your blood is flowing throughout the body, um, you're comp you're rapidly breathing in and out, so you're getting more oxygen to the brain and, and so forth, and you know it's. I really, really recommend exercising. And... I I also want to talk about how... I've been demotivated to exercise. And... um, How I'm slowly getting back into exercising. But... A good rule of thumb is just get a gym membership. Just get a membership. And or buy dumbbells. You know? Just do something or you just you could try just doing push-ups I know push-ups are hard but there's so many YouTube videos that show you beginner push-ups to help you uh, begin trying to exercise you know it's like how I remember uh, you saying how you know if you're just gonna sit there and do nothing then you know nothing's going to happen like The only way to set something in, in in motion is if you set it yourself into motion so you gotta start setting yourself into motion get stuff done you know um but yeah that's that's mo- most of the things that really helped me with anxiety and you know there was at one point where I- Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, Um, but I think I was talking about uh, comfort food and um, how, you know, when I when I would have anxiety or depression, I would just eat my problems away. And that's that's really something that you can't do. You know, you got to you got to break that cycle and be able to uh, replace comfort food with something else. And for me that was exercise so i would exercise instead of eating all the time and or i would play video games instead of uh eating all the time so i mean that's that's just something you want to um start to get done but uh i I mean what else would you like to add to that oh and by the way uh the last recording was 12 minutes and 30 seconds i think so just got to equate that to uh make that an hour Mm -hmm. So basically what I would do is
1: um, I would usually um, play video games as well but like I like that's pretty much all I would do for a little bit and then I started to get into exercising and But like I've been a little bit less motivated to do that because it's it's a lot of very intensive like work, like you're putting a lot of like stress on your body.
0: back yeah I, i don't know what's going on with it right now but um you could you could continue with uh what you were saying
1: i believe we were talking about um my experience with exercise so i i exercised for a good while like a month or so and i started to get like bit demotivated because I was like working my way up to harder exercises and it it was becoming harder to keep up with it and I continued for a while until I just stopped because it was like, it was a lot of stress on my body and I felt that I, I wasn't like really good enough for it, so I like tried other things to to de stress. So
0: yeah, I mean we um I, I know for me when I stop exercising, that's because I uh, I find myself making it a job. You know, if that makes sense. Like a, like a check on a checklist, kind of like that? Yeah, like, it was, it was just like a job in my mind. Like, I, I just, I lost interest because it just, it didn't feel fun anymore. It wasn't, it wasn't fun to do, so I just, I pretty much gave up on it. And then it was, I don't know. What do you What do you feel like gets you motivated again, though?
1: Like I would say, I would definitely say that like the end goal, like what I'm looking forward to, um, what like where I want to be motivates me to
0: keep going. That's like, like I know. Certain thing. I know. I know. It's like the like when it when it comes down to anxiety and i'm like but like it's like i i tell myself like oh you can't be around because like for me i feel like i have a lot of body or heart anxiety because you know i would feel like these sharp pains in my chest from exercising and, you know, sometimes that's not really the first idea on your mind. The first idea on your mind would be like, oh, snap, I'm having a heart attack. But I'm in my, like, eight, I'm like 18 to 20. And the risk of me having a heart attack is extremely low. Unless you have, been, like, an underlining condition. then you know, because I was going to the ER so many times going for, like, EKGs. And uh, like ultrasounds of the heart to see if my if I was actually having a heart attack or not, and you know I wasn't. It was just you know most likely it's from my past of exercising and like I kind of hurt my chest because I I was I wasn't working out safely. So I mean if you're going through that I understand I understand so much because it scared me. It still kind of scares me today because like you know I'll, I'll get like a random sharp pain in my chest or like a stabbing pain, and I'm like, man, I'm having a heart attack, I gotta rush to the yard ER before I die, and, you know, it's like, you know, you can't really, you can't, if, if the EKGs are coming back fine, if your heart doctor is saying everything is fine, then trust them, they're your doctors, trust them, you know, and, um, keep telling yourself it's alright, you know. The EKGs are fine, therefore I'm not having a heart attack, or, you know, the doctor checked my heart, they did testing on my heart, everything is fine, just keep thinking everything is fine.
1: Have you ever felt at a time that you've, like, ever pushed yourself too hard on something?
0: Whoa, are we staying? What? Whoa. Uh, well, and really? exercise them. Well, I mean, I don't want to derive too much from the topic, but... Yeah. Yes, uh, you're, you should always push yourself. Mm-hmm. You should not push to your limit, but push over your limit. Okay. Because the thing is, you know, I feel like a lot of us most of the time go this is my limit so this is where I have to stop. You know? Yeah. But the truth is this is my limit and I need to exceed it.
1: Yeah like how can I do better than my limit?
0: Yeah. You you just gotta look at it like Man, my... Well, I mean, there are there certain limits that have to be met, right? Like, your heart rate. Like, for me, my, my heart rate should not surpass 200. Right? You don't want to push your heart rate past 200. Because you'll die. Yeah. But in certain aspects... Well, you, you might not die on my, But, like, you... You gotta push you gotta push yourself in places where you say I can't cause the truth is when you're saying I can't that's just your subconscious fighting against you when you say I can't it becomes an I can't but if you say I can it becomes an I can't cause like I feel like with me
1: like there's some times where, like I'm like I don't, I can't do this or I don't, or I don't want to do this. Like if I say it's impossible, it's really just me saying I don't want to do this. Yeah, and I, I
0: was gonna bring that up. Like you know, a lot of the times, like like you'll you'll be like, oh, I can't find my car keys, and then you wind up finding it you know you get what I'm saying yeah and then like it's, it's other times where it's like bro I can't run as fast as you you could work up to the speed of your friend or sometimes like you say, it's just that I don't want to and that's a that's a mentality that you just don't want Like, I'll I'll catch myself sometimes being like, you know, I can't, I can't do this or that, but that just, that just ruins your, that just ruins your, uh, your, your will to do something. I would say remove, I can't from your, your vocabulary when it, when it, when it does not come to life-threatening things, of course. I would say remove it from your vocabulary. Um, and then when when I see it, um, like when I when I when I get caught in my anxiety, those two words do come up, you know it's like i i can't or i will not i can't or i will not go in there i can't talk to that person i can't be here right now you know because there's other people around me that right there is something you will not do you know be like i can't like you'll think like I can but just know you will. Cause you got you got to have the will to do something. You know. And uh, it's it's like when um when I when I'm in the process of uh like you know some the way we process things is like we, we have to be very observant of the things around us Right, right. And you gotta think about um, Our fight or flight Response And sometimes we'll observe Something around us And we'll be like Oh I gotta Like flight I gotta run Or I gotta fight I gotta defend myself That's why I say to Do your tense up Like tense your body up Or exercise Because when you're when you're in fight mode, you tense up. You're not relaxed when you're getting ready to fight. No one is. So when you're in those type of situations, when you're in your fight mode, try and tense your body up to relax it, tire your muscles out. Or breathe. Breathe and tell yourself I'm fine. You could like another good thing is like to rub both of your arms, you know? Like, uh, cross your arms and rub up and down on your your triceps, and just tell yourself it's okay. I'm here. It's okay. Breathe in and out, and just say it's okay. Because when when you're in those situations, your body gets confused, and you don't really know what to think of the situation because you're so caught up in, oh, I'm gonna get hurt here, or you know, someone like someone's gonna say something bad to me. Or I'm gonna get I'm gonna get pushed around or something. I don't know. It's like that's sometimes stuff that goes through my mind.
1: Yeah, and sometimes when you're in a situation and you gotta make a decision like right away, you sometimes think, What are people gonna think of me if I make the wrong decision? And they might not think of me the same way. And I mean we make decisions of, every know, day of yeah. our life. And it kind of stems back to, like, you're... You, like... You always hear what people think of you, and... It makes you think that you gotta conform to what they think of you. And you're always, like, you're always like, worried about what you have to do because you don't want to do the wrong thing and like make it, make people think you're the wrong way.
0: Because a lot of the times we forget how faulty we are. Right now, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're extremely faulty. That's the that's the human condition. And if someone else. This is why I don't understand. It's like when you, we all we all make mistakes. So what right do you have to make fun of someone else who made a mistake? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I understand. Like, like you might you might find a certain situation hilarious to you, right? But it's like, come on, you would do the same thing in my shoes we are extremely faulty as human beings and we it's i I just want to tell you it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to 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 say the wrong thing unless you make up for what you said well no 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 I, i said that wrong it's okay to say the wrong thing but if it offends somebody in a in a respectful sense then you should be respectful yourself and apologize for the wrong thing you've done right like what else do you want man to do you make a mistake you apologize for it you serve for it that's what you do and you know it's like don't don't be afraid of saying something wrong Because like what what I don't know maybe you could describe it better than me because it's like for me it's like oh I said something wrong to you. I'm sorry that I did such like I'm sorry that I said etc etc And you know if I if I knew I was in the wrong for doing it I will apologize to you And if I did a wrong action, I'm going to work towards doing, you know, something respectful to fix the issue that I've created.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you can't really get mad at people for making a mistake when... Especially if it's an
0: incremental mistake. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, because everyone makes mistakes... If you if you were in a situation that they were, you would probably make a similar mistake because even if it's especially if it's like a a common thing that people do, then it's not really it's not really in anyone's place to criticize someone for making a mistake when they themselves makes mistakes. You
0: no? Know? Yeah. And so, like, I I understand with that that anxiety. Again, that probably just ties into, like, you know... You know, and sometimes you'll think to yourself, oh, maybe I'm not good enough for this person. Like, like, you know, I have this anxiety that I'm not... I'm not gonna be good enough for the people that I love or the person that I love. And you get anxiety about that, like, man, I... I won't live up to that. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm too anxious about that. Like, man. Like, I mean, again, that could be just a sense of worrying. Right. right? Um. But, again, you could... Even though you do... You do want to push past your limits. There are still going to be limits. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Definitely. Like... You'll, you'll, you'll push past your limit That's always good But there still is going to be a blockade No matter what you do Because that's just life Life is full of blockades And uh, like barricades the, the, the thing is you got to push past them But even still there's going to be another Like blockade there So You can only do uh, uh, A person can only do so much I mean, if you if you were if you're too anxious about living up to someone else's standard, or you're constantly worrying about that, it's like, yeah, but like I, I would say it this way: like you're Liam, right? Yeah. And no one could be better than Liam because Liam is Liam. Yeah. You're you. So therefore, no one could be better than you because you are you. There's no one
1: that's gonna be exactly like me because I'm me and there's no one that can be exactly like you. Yeah. Because we're
0: individuals. And that's enough. Yeah. Truly, that's enough. You're, You're the author of your own book. And I might personally believe there's some things that alternate that and um, Cause issue in that In that um, Thought process But Like I mean For the most part Again no one is the author Of your own book You write your own story But make sure you write it the right way You get what I'm saying? You You want to like and then like just think about what I've said in the last episode you gotta draw from other people and make the correct decisions you know always I try my best to always speak to people that are way older than me like people like going into their 80s or something like that right like like I feel like the best way to learn about life is to learn about it from someone that's gone through it To learn from the old, learn through people who've gone through life because we all will go through same experiences as much as people might not like to admit it, we're very alike but we're also very different at the same time so talk to someone that might have gone that might have been extremely anxious who's older and learn from them you know, talk to your parents about it, you know. They're the people who know you the most. What, what, what's your take on that?
1: Yeah, and the great thing is, especially when I talk to like my my grandmother, she always says, she always has some new piece of advice that I would never have thought of. And, um, they're also, like, she's always willing to talk about it, and, you know, it's... She has all that experience, and... Like, they're all, always happy to share it.
0: Yeah, and, like, Don't be anxious about asking questions. My grandfather always say, you know, never be afraid to ask a question because if you don't ask questions, it turns into more issues. And with more issues, even more questions arise, but probably not from you, but from the other people. You get what I'm saying? Like. And I'm kind of paraphrasing what he's saying and adding my own take on it, but if you don't ask questions and if you don't get answers to those questions, then it just turns into more questions and more issues. So don't be anxious to ask a question. Life itself is a big question. So I don't, I don't, I don't find issue in asking questions do not find issue in asking questions if you're confused on something try asking about it if you don't get an answer the first time try someone else try different sources and then ask yourself and then go back to it go back and forth you know that's that's probably the best way for me that's the best way i think about it I don't think you really... Did you go really into what what helps you with your anxiety? I think you did. I think I did a little bit. Well, I mean... If you want to, you could get more... Get more... uh, Like, more specific? Yeah.
1: So, I was talking about... um, Games. And... In general, like... Pokemon is... Is a very integral part of my gaming experience because it really got me into gaming in every different direction because it incorporates like like a community um, achieving goals and that especially the setting goals for myself, that's really helped me to stay motivated, because certain aspects of it you can, there's so much to do that, like, you want to, you want to set yourself to be better and keep, keep finding new things in the game. And for me, I I use shiny hunting, which is which takes up it does take up a lot of my time, but it also gives me something to like set my mind to and set goals for myself, so I can stay motivated and and take my mind off of things that worry me instead of like constantly just thinking about one thing that that's gonna like that's gonna start to gnaw at me and you know and I don't want I don't want one thing to be the only thing I think about. I want it to be multiple good things instead of one bad thing that's just gonna ruin my day.
0: Sorry if you can hear music right now, my, my, my neighbors are just blasting music. But, um... uh, Well, hopefully it don't interloop with the, the beat that I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm a play. But, uh, I, uh, I totally get what you mean by, like, gaming and stuff like that. And I, I presented how games might also give me anxiety sometimes, and, you know, like, how Liam gave good examples of, you know, different things that might, like, be good for decreasing anxiety or, um, you know, more, more I would say, chill games. Um, you know, there's different like games you could. I, I presented like how you can get different games on your mobile phone and you could play it on your phone. And, you know, you, you can use it to relax yourself. Or, you know, sometimes I might, you know, I, I heard like math games help a little. I, I've heard from different people that, you know. When they do math games on their phone it, it takes their mind off and they're just concentrating on uh getting the multiplication the multiplication problem done or something like that and that pretty much helps them um and also uh, a good thing you could do is uh sleep get sleep because you know if you if you don't get a good amount of rest and that'll that'll extremely like will mess with your head and anxiety will shoot up and uh, another big factor of mine is caffeine right drinking sodas or uh drinking a whole lot of coffee i used to drink uh, a thing like four or five cups of coffee like every morning like I i was a coffee addict and I messed myself up. I, I overdosed some caffeine one time, and, you know. Um Just don't, because when you when you drink caffeine, that'll that'll you know send you in a fight and flight extremely fast for, well, for me. It does, and my anxiety will shoot through the roof. So be aware of caffeine. Make sure you cut cut caffeine out. Cause that'll that'll mess you up extremely bad uh, no, I, well for me it, it personally does And um, I just heard from different doctors that caffeine isn't a really good thing to mix in with anxiety and um, you know anxiety uh, anxiety takes many different forms and it's really up to you to find out what triggers your anxiety Again, like I said, try journaling. You know, write down and be like, oh snap, this is the biggest thing that is causing my anxiety. So, what, um. What, um. What, um. Have you ever gotten into like like how I explain comfort food? When you when you uh when you when you tilt it more towards eating than anything else?
1: Yeah, I used to eat a lot of like chips and like you know those long like like twisted pretzel things?
0: Yeah. With I the think, hot dog in
1: it? Like they're they're, like, twisted pretzels or, like, hard, yeah, crunchy. Yeah,
0: I know what you mean, yeah.
1: I think I have a little bit of cinnamon, like a little bit of sweetness.
0: Oh, yeah, not, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, I used to eat, like, them by the handful, like, for, like, like eat half the bag in a day. and It, w- it would really, like, mess up my teeth. And... Um, it would, it would not be good for, like I would get like a, a sugar rush because they, they have a good amount of sugar on them. It's like a mix between sugar and salt, which is kind of weird. Like a glaze of sugar and then little salt on it. But um, yeah, that would, that would adversely affect me because like more than anything, sugar like sets me off, as, even as a kid I would like my parents would have to cut me off from, from like any kind of sugary drink or, or candy because I would, I would stay up all night and I try to limit myself if I'm gonna have something sugary I only have like say I'm gonna have a soda I only have one soda a day. So that's really that's really been my experience with food. Like sugary things, they they really make my anxiety shoot up. And I, and if I eat a lot, I just kind of lay down for like an hour, which isn't good. And I've, I've grown to like slow all that down. 20,
0: to whoa, whoa, what would you like to add about the whole topic? I'll let I'll let you uh, hold the mic for a while. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll 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 just sit back. I I'll, I'll let you uh, bring up everything.
1: So in terms of anxiety, yeah. So. Um, I'll I'll talk a little bit about my experience with it. For me, I've, like... It's been hard, like, making friends and... Like, just talking to people. Usually people, they'll come up to me and start talking. And that makes me feel better than... Like, it's almost impossible for me to... Go up to someone and talk to them. Like I'll, I'll have a lot of trouble like bringing out my ideas and stuff, and that usually turns them away. And they'll probably be like, "Is this kid trying to talk to me?" Or because I'll, I'll, think I'm doing good, but I'm like stuttering over everything, and. When people come to me first, it's, it usually it usually goes better than if I'd start talking to someone. That's how, when I used to work at um, my first internship, that's actually how I made friends with um, the people I work with. They would, um, they went up to me and introduced themselves, which I kind of I kind of feel bad about because they're really nice people. And I, when I first when I worked there the first day, I just like started getting to work, and I and I didn't really introduce myself. But the thing was, they were a little bit older than me, so they had more experience talking to people and they're both in college and I'm not
0: and so, I guess um, I guess that's the thing that like I'm, I'm pretty anxious about is talking to people that's superior than, uh, to me mm-mm. you know like talking to a, a boss or someone who's you know, a bit older than, like, because, you know, when I'm talking to the elderly, I feel I feel more calm. But, like, when I'm talking to someone that's probably, like, I don't know, like, 10 years or so older than me, or something like, like, in the, the like, probably the 30s, or, like, early 30s, like, mid-20s or something like that, I kind of, I kind of feel, like, I don't know, I kind of feel, like, anxious about it. But, like, it's not as how bad it was when I was younger but like I say it probably infects me like five to ten percent now. I'm not as like nervous about it, but you no. Know, when I did when I did like talk to people who were a lot older than me, I, I was extremely anxious because I think that's partially because how like the different type of arguments I got in with like different people who were older or like superior to me. And like I guess it kinda messed me up in a sense where I was afraid to speak to people who were in higher positions than me but like since I started getting those type of like responsibilities and I started becoming an adult I wasn't afraid of other adults because I was an adult I wasn't a teenager anymore
1: Yeah, and like yeah, like, in, in terms of, like, maturity and stuff with adults, I feel like sometimes if you don't, like, there's been sometimes I don't act my age. I act, like, really like a kid. Um, they, if you're like that most of the time, the people around you will, like,
0: treat you like a kid. You see, the thing about that, I don't... I think... Don't ever throw away your childhood. Don't ever do that. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. I think of people like... uh, Who was it? Uh, What, Mr. Rogers? And I, I, I forgot what he said that one time. I, I, I forgot about it. But, you know... It's not about acting like a kid, but having that childlike, like, like it's okay to have childlike behaviors at the right time. Like, if you're being playful, right? Like, if you're messing around with one of your friends, then yeah, I I, I don't don't see the issue with that, but like, it, it, it calls for the time i don't think it's ever good to throw like people play video games you know well a, a lot of society would think that video games are for kids right but in a sense not really but you know i see it as it's okay to have childlike behavior in the correct moment not constantly having the childlike behavior but when, when the time really calls for it. Like, if you're playing with your niece or nephew, sure, play with toys with them. You get what I'm saying? Be a child with them. Mm-hmm. My niece loves when I, um, uh, when, when she were, when she was over here, I, I used to play with her little, her little, uh, uh, stuffed animals, and I would do these funny voices or something like that, like, you know, or, uh, you know, when I would play with my little cousin sometimes, I'd be like Oh, I'm the Joker Or like stuff, stuff like that You know, I would, I would play around and Do something like that But, you know I, I think it's important To keep our childhood alive <laughs> You know Your childhood was a very important moment In your life as of anything else in your life. You know, that's part of your life, being a child. But it's really what calls for the right time.
1: Yeah. You know, like how... uh, I I think there's times that... um, I think people are, like... Treating me like a kid because I'm acting like immature.
0: Yeah, but you gotta understand, there's people older than us that'll act even more mature than me and you might act. Mm -hmm. Or anyone else, you know. It's like sometimes, most not. I'm not gonna say most, but a lot. I say a lot of the time, it's like. People who are older are the most, I guess, arrogant, ignorant, and just the most childish people in a sense, right? The old can learn a lot from the young. Like, you can't, you can't, you could teach old dogs new tricks, you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Sometimes older people act extremely childish, and like you know, if someone gets into an argument or something like that, they're 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 just gonna separate themselves, you know, and not not make up for it. Or anything you know, a, a child would probably I don't know make up within an instant, you know, or something like that. Because I, mm-hmm. I know that's something I did a lot when I would argue with a lot of friends. And, you know, it's more common among mm-hmm. males to do something like that, but. When uh, when when you were, when when I would get into an argument or something like that, I would always straight up apologize to my friend, and I still do that today. You know, I, I just I think it's it's more stubbornness. I don't know. Again, you know, I don't know what what you think about it. Yeah, I
1: think. When, when people argue, I think it's, there's some times where it's a... No,
0: no, what, what do you, what do you think about is the right time to be childish and so forth? Oh.
1: Yeah, I think, like you said, when you're being playful, like there, there's times when it's right and not right to be childish, like, when the whole, when the whole set is supposed to be serious you should be you should respect that and be serious and there there's times when people they they disregard that and they're like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be childish and do what i want you know and there there's a certain there's like a certain sense of respect and when you see that like most people are being serious or most people are being silly and goofy then then you should follow that and like there's a you know like respect it but like there's a time and a place where where it's okay to do that, and when you shouldn't do it, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, and for instance, uh, some people might say, you know, dressing dressing up for uh, a Halloween is a childish thing. You know, I mean, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see the issue in it, but you know, that's just some how some people think. And, you know, uh, there might be people that listen to this and are going to completely disregard what I say and just not, you know, not agree with it. And, okay, that's that's fine. Like how I said before in the first episode, that is completely fine. I want you to disagree with me. Just as long as, you know, like, you could take it with a grain of salt also, but just as long as you, you know, try to learn from it at least. and Um... I don't know how much time we got left. I think I think we're drawing near on, on time. I believe we have... Like... Plus like five a Five or six minutes. Plus like a... Because we have... Remember we have a minute and like 25 seconds from the other recording.
1: hmm
0: Yeah, it's like about
1: five or six minutes.
0: Alright, well I mean... This, this might go over just a teeny bit anyway. So I mean, hopefully, uh, you guys liked the second episode. This was, um, you know, we're, we're just a little drawn out, drained out because like the, the recording got messed up, and again, and we just gotta figure out how to record this better. But uh, hope you enjoyed the second episode of Talk. We, I enjoyed this talk. I hope you did. You enjoy it, William? Yeah. <laughs> it was. I love to, uh, to talk and um, you know get to know more. Um, again, hope you all take care. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And remember, together we can get answers. We can learn new lessons, and we can gain knowledge. Keep care.